0: Welcome to this edition of Doctors in the House. The Columbus Medical Association is thrilled to have two CMA members who are members of the Ohio General Assembly. And in this series, we will talk about what their experiences are as physician legislators, as well as the policy issues of the day. In this episode, we'll be talking to Dr. Beth Liston. Dr. Liston represents the 8th Ohio House District. And Dr. Liston is a hospitalist at Ohio State University and Nationwide Children's Hospital. Dr. Liston, thank you for your time today. In a minute, we'll get to legislative activity and maybe particularly the state budget, which seems to be dominating in the news. But before we do that, could you just talk to your physician colleagues for a second about how does it work for you to be a legislator, spend significant time at the state house, do activities in your district, and still practice medicine and have a personal life on top of that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's debatable about the personal life on top of that, um, but you know the state legislature is not a full time legislature now, when it's in session, it can be pretty intense, and right now um I'm there a lot at the state house um but I have the benefit of not having to travel very far unlike many lawmakers. And I have the privilege of being very flexible with my clinical time. So while we're in session, I try to minimize my clinical time and I do shifts. And then when we're not in session, there'll be several months at a time where there's much less going on at the state house, and I can schedule more of my medical time in those blocks. So I have a fair bit of flexibility and there's just a lot of variability to my schedule. It changes all of the time.
0: Well, on behalf of your colleagues, thank you for figuring that out. Let's shift gears to talk a little bit about what's going on at the State House. And for anybody who follows the general news, they know that this is budget season and you serve on the Finance Committee and are also uh, on the Health and Human Services Subcommittee. So I wondered if you could just talk a little bit about the process related to the state budget. How's your experience been so far with this process and where do you see it going in general?
1: So it's been pretty intense. The Health and Human Services Subcommittee, um, which is where I'm focused and where I'm the the ranking member, we do a, a pretty large portion of the budget. So, you know, tens of billions of dollars that are focused on Health and Human Services come through this subcommittee, which means that we hear from every state agency generally that has anything to do with health. And then we have the opportunity to meet with other groups that may be asking for additional requests because they see a need in the community and they feel like they can meet that need. So there's a a lot to learn because most people, and myself included, don't know all the intricacies of every state agency. Um, And there's a lot then to balance to try to really figure out How do we allocate this large sum of funds over the next two years um, in a way that advances the health for people in the state? Um, And that's my focus, certainly, but the subcommittee's focus as well. It's a lot of meetings. (laughs) just sum that up. Dr. Liston, could you give
0: us an example of an issue where you and your colleagues on the committee are wrestling with the need versus the resources that are available to, to address that need?
1: I think that the biggest need that we've been hearing about in HHS has been provider rates. And I'm sure that there's many listening to this podcast that have struggled with um, being able to take care of Medicaid patients. So we're trying to figure out ways to be able to make sure that healthcare providers can really take care of patients and maintain that caring focus um, while not cutting from other needed programs. Um, you know, across the state budget, so there's there's a lot of balance there, and I think that it really would directly impact um, most of us in medicine um, what what the decisions end up being for funding for all of those important healthcare providers.
0: Thanks for a little insight into some of the issues that that you guys are wrestling with. When do you need to make your recommendations, and, and what's the process going forward?
1: We have until about the beginning of April to make some of these decisions on the House side, although there'll be clearly discussions afterwards working with the Senate to come up with the final bill.
0: Are there things outside of the budget that are on your radar screen that that you'd like uh, physician colleagues to to be aware of?
1: You know, I'm focusing on the budget and talking about the financial component, which I think is a huge piece. But a lot of the bills that I was working on last General Assembly Quite frankly, I'm working within the budget process as well. Yes, there are other issues, um, but they often actually get put into this really big policy bill. So there's lots of stuff going on, but it's um, probably not in the typical way that people think about with individual health committees hearing um, and a little bit more classic process.
0: So the budget becomes the vehicle for some of these other things to potentially move forward. Anything that we have not talked about today that that you'd like to mention?
1: Yeah, so I would say that in the background, there are definitely pretty controversial bills related to health that are being introduced and discussed, although we haven't really had hearings on those. So things related to um, the care of transgender children or different legislation about abortion. Those are bills that are in the process and probably will move a little bit more after the budget's done and we can talk about them as that evolves.
0: Thank you for your time. Thanks for your continued work. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next month.
1: Thanks, Malcolm. I look forward to it as well. Doctors in the House is a podcast produced by the Columbus Medical Association. You can stay up to date on our advocacy efforts at columbusmedicalassociation.org slash advocacy.